It's time for the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. We'll tell you how to catch more fish and the right way to get on the fish. We'll tell you what's biting and where they're biting. So listen in because that's where the fish are. Call the show anytime at 866-801-0940. Share your tips and tricks with us. Now let's bait the hook, toss out the lines, and see what's biting. On the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show, here's fishing guru Eric Brandon, along with Sun Sentinel Outdoor writer Steve Waters. It's the guru and the outdoor writer. Team it up for 10 years plus, sir, Mr. Waters. Good morning to you, brother. Good morning. How are you, Mr. Brandon? Had a strangest dream prior to waking up for the show, man. I told you about that in the hallway today. You, you did. Please don't repeat it on the air. Oh, don't repeat the dream about being on Boucher's boat strapped to a T-top, 700 uh, feet above the water? Right. Okay, I won't talk right, about watching that. Watching the great white swim. <laughs> and he uh, put a rope around my waist, dragged me back in the boat, and we wound up at Captain Harry's for coffee. I have yeah. no idea. What did you what have that for means, dinner, man? man? But it was the weirdest dream, dude. But anyway, did you uh, see? I was. I dreamt I was running through a field of flowers with butterflies. Oh, really? Yeah, no great whites where I was. <laughs> <laughs> Yours is a lot more sedate than mine, that's for sure, man. How's your week been? Uh kind of hectic. Yeah, what have you been doing? Well, let's see. Uh, haven't been fishing, that's for sure. But I did. Um, Go to this Our Florida Reefs meeting, uh-huh. which we talked about a little last week, and uh, that was kind of a strange experience. But uh, a lot, of, a lot of our buddies were there. Tony DeJulian was there; he mm-hmm. spoke, and Joe Hector from Extreme Kayak Fishing. So ba- basically, the, these people on this group—they uh, want to have no fishing zones. They want to restrict fishing to protect the reefs. And we can get into it later, but it, okay. was, uh, it was just a lot of it doesn't make any sense. I think there's a strong anti-fishing bias. And then, um, as uh, I told you the other day, then uh, PGA Tour decided it's not coming back to Doral mm-hmm. and it's going to Mexico City instead. So I had to work on that. Uh, all of Wednesday afternoon. I heard you on the Paul Castronovo and Young Ron show uh, coming to work uh, last week. You were talking about that a little bit on the program. Yeah, yeah, Thursday. um, They asked me if I could come on and talk about that, so I did. uh, You sounded great, man. Well, thank you. Yeah, my my opinion is everybody says, oh, it's not politics. It's not politics. It's money. It's money. (laughs) It was politics. All right, well, we've already, uh, you know, got some of the steam out, so let's go ahead and get to the happy talk out. Shall we talk That's to right. Bowser well, Smith on line one? Absolutely. The man I had a crazy nightmare about last night? Let's see what he's doing here. Cap, good morning to you. You had a crazy nightmare about me. I don't want to be involved in any of your dreams. No, man. I woke up this morning, <laughs> Cap, with a dream that I was strapped to your T-top, and your T-top was 700 feet off the water line. Had you drag me huh. with a... Drag me with a rope. There's three great white sharks. I'm looking over the edge of the T-top, and somehow or another, you drove your boat to Captain Harry's, and we were having coffee. I don't get it at all. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what that means, man. Something stronger than coffee last night. I don't know what it was, man. But how's fishermen for you this week? Besides my crazy dreams. Well, the, the good news is we've been doing great on the tarpon. The tarpon fishing just after dark has just been off the chain. As fast as you put out the crabs, you got a tarpon on. Before dark, it can be frustrating, but after dark, it's been really, really good. Uh, and that's been the highlight for us. There has been good dolphin fishing this week, but we haven't gone dolphin fishing at all this week. Everybody else has been doing it while well, we've been doing other things. We were sword fishing yesterday with our great friends from uh, Jimmy Jigs. Oh, cool. And 
and and boy, have they got some great new products that they, we don't even I don't even know about till yesterday. <laughs> uh, they've got a a real strong glow in the dark uh, jig head that you use for fishing the patch reefs or sea trout fishing and stuff like that. Uh, you know, they've got these reverse feathers uh, that you use trolling over your ballyhoo or strips. And their lure has so much intensity of, of glow that every time I looked behind the boat yesterday while we were waiting for a swordfish to bite, and they had the Jimmy Jig reverse feather out there, the one-ounce size, over a ballyhoo. And every time I looked back there, I thought there was a white marlin or a big bull dolphin swimming <laughs> up. It glows so much. It's just phenomenal. And all different sizes and shapes of vertical jigs. And they were showing me a new one yesterday. In Mexico, if there isn't a blue halo uh, of 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 around the eyeball on the jig, mm-hmm. the people there won't even buy it. It's so much more effective. And I've never seen a vertical jig with uh, an eye, which, by the way, lines up perfectly with the assist hook and has this blue uh, halo around it. So... Uh, really, really great things from these great people at Jimmy Jigs. There's a lot of fun fish with them. The bad news is we stuck with the swordfish target all day, and we didn't get a bite. So tough in that department. Well, Jimmy Jigs sounds good, Steve Waters. That's one of our, our products we sell at Nautical Ventures, I might add, buy your Jimmy Jigs there. And uh, they really do work great. They're really a terrific lure. No right. about that. Oh, we've well had made. phenomenal yeah. luck with yeah. them. Tunas and jacks and snappers and... And and dolphin and wild. we went trolling for groupers and we put a Jimmy Jig on one side of the boat and Brand X on the other side and the Jimmy <laughs> Jig got all the groupers. It was the only one that was getting hit. So. Huh. Let me tell you something. He does not BS. Okay, he's telling you the truth. If the Jimmy Jigs didn't work, Cap Bounce would say, "Hey man, I'm having no luck with these things." But he tells the truth. He, right. he ain't playing. He wouldn't have brought it up. Exactly. Thank you very yeah. much. All so right. Bouncer, when you were out on the swordfish grounds, did you see any? Dolphin or weed weed line or uh, debris out way there? Out, way out there, there was nothing going. Now, now a couple of days ago, we went sword fishing, and we caught a couple of real nice-sized uh, dolphin while we were sword fishing. But yesterday, we saw no signs. But on the other hand, the guys that were fishing in 700, 800 feet of water, they did pretty good on the dolphin. There were some catches of 20 and 30 dolphin. Uh, mostly big schoolies. There were some that you had to measure, but uh, really good dolphin action. On just widely scattered, oh, there's a bird over there, there's some debris over there. So uh, there was very good dolphin fishing, just not as far out as the swordfish grounds. Oh, okay, yeah, because I had up up to Thursday um, not very good dolphin reports. Uh, kind of something was going on where they just weren't biting that good. Well, I, I, I stay in touch with Nick Stanzik all the time, and he was saying that they were out fighting really hard to catch him down there, too. But right. uh, you turn it around, and, and almost everybody that dolphin fished yesterday had him. And by the way, the guys that were trolling on the reef in the afternoon, uh, we stopped and trolled for five minutes the other day and caught a black cartoon on a, on a, on a spoon on the planer. But all the guys that were trolling yesterday afternoon on the reef around Hall of Inlet, we're doing good on Kingfish and Bonitas. They had good action there. So uh, there is some pretty good action around. And like I say, 
I, I heard a lot of guys catching good catches of dolphin yesterday. So all right, that's good. And to not hear. very far out. Don't go way out of the way things have been because it's been that seven eight hundred feet's been the best. Okay, well, hopefully, Eric, the ladies competing in the ladies fish off today will listen to Captain Bouncer yes. as they're heading out and not go too far and get into those dolphins. Thank you, Mr. Wiseman. Bouncer, we'll take a little break uh, from the show. We'll talk to you about 730, see what you're up to. You betcha. We'll be getting ready to go trout fishing when I talk to you, so we'll look okay. forward to it. Okay. Hey, and Bouncer, think, give us, uh, give us a, think of a good recipe for us when you come back at 730. Oh, I have a fantastic recipe for you. Okay. All right, Cap. Thank we'll you very to you much. Then. All right. We'll talk to you then. You bet. The Lady of Strength, she was actually cast as the new Wonder Woman, <laughs> but missed out by just a hair, man. Wow. Darcy Darcizzle, the hardest fishing hardcore lady on planet Earth on line number one. Darcy, good morning to you. Good morning. How you both doing? Hey, we're doing great. So tell us what you're fishing in today. So today I am fishing the West Palm Beach Fishing Club KDW Classic. And uh, there's 220 boats involved, so it's a really big tournament. It's the biggest tournament of the year that I fish. And uh, we went pre-fishing yesterday, so we're super, super stoked. There are over 10 places for each category, so you have a good chances to win money today. And for brand-new fishing folks, Steve Waters, KDW's Kingfish, Dolphin, and Wahoo is what she's looking for. That's right. Yeah. So, so, Darcy, which uh, which one are you going for, the K, the D, or the W? <laughs> Looks like we're going to be going through for the K. Okay. We did some bump trolling yesterday, and we caught some nice kings in shallow, and we also caught a nice nice dolphin in about 100 to 200 feet of water. So we're going to be going after the kings. We're going to see what happens, and hopefully we can get on that big fish. So your pre-fish is pretty good. you got a couple of kings. Uh, what's your bait of choice to get those big uh, smokers, do you think? Well, we went pre-fishing. We also tried to catch some bait. We didn't have much luck catching goggle eyes, but we do have goggle eyes we bought this morning. So we've got that. We've got some big blue runners we like to use, and we also have some live sardines in front of the inlet right now. So we're going to go and try a sabiki some. Okay, so live bait for the king. So let's say let's say you right off the bat you get that big king you're looking for. You you and your team you're going to switch up tactics. Maybe go for uh, the dolphin and the wahoo afterwards. Um, well, my particular team, I'm with Team Controlled Chaos, and they have a lot of experience with king fishing, and they okay. actually were commercial, commercial king fishermen back in the day, so they really have the kingfish dialed in. So I think we're just going to focus on them, and you know, if we do happen to get into the, the dolphin or the wahoo, we'll be even more stoked. But I think we're just going to solely focus on the kingfish today. Well, Darcy, we're pulling for you as always. Want our uh, on-air folks to uh, take, you know, take that first slot and win some cash. So good luck to you today, and uh, don't get hurt, don't slip and fall. You know, you're prone to accidents now, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> and again, Darcy, to follow you on social media, you've got to two or three places. How do we get a hold of you and watch what you do? Yeah, so you can check me out. You can follow me on social media. You can check me out on YouTube and on Roku. My channel is called Darcizzle Offshore, and I have over 150 videos on YouTube that you can check out, a bunch of tips how, t- tips and tricks and how-tos. So go ahead and check it out, Darcizzle Offshore. 90-pound lean, mean fishing machine. That's who she is, Steve Waters. No that's, doubt about that. That's right. Well, it just goes to show you, size doesn't matter as far as the fishermen. That's what I'm saying. Fish doesn't know how big you are. That's what I'm saying, too. <laughs> All right, Darcy, good luck to you, my friend. Catch him up. Thank you very much. Have a good day. You too. You too. A couple of shout-outs this morning. We'll say hi to uh, one of our newer employees at Nautical Ventures. He listens to the show every weekend. Van has got us on. Van, okay. thank you very much. Terrific. We've got uh, Chris listening this morning. Uh, Andrew's got us on, and uh, the other 5,000 guys. Thank you very much. Yeah, you know, I was talking to a neighbor yesterday, and uh, 
He says, boy, uh, I'd love to call in to the show, but I don't hate to bother you guys. How bother us, I said, man. it's not a bother. Bother us, yeah. You know, just... Uh, 866-801-0940. That's it. Just call show, just man. Just share, call share your fishing stories. And uh, ask a question. Our captains are happy to answer it. There you go. Or, or give us a report. Let me have some more coffee before I take that first call. I'm still a little foggy, do you mind? Okay, yeah. Sure. Okay, thank you very much. <laughs> Make sure it's just coffee. Yes, sir. First break of the morning at 612 at 940 Winds, Miami Sports. Shut off that engine. You're listening to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show with Eric Brandon and Steve Waters. Anything you need to know about fishing or boats, call 866-801-0940. They've got everything you need. You're going to need a bigger boat. Now, back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. How about this? Beautiful morning, huh? Yes, it is. 618. Welcome back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Eric Brandon with Steve Waters, my buddy from the Sun Sentinel. And Chicago Mike back to behind the glass fly in the show spectacularly as always. That's a big fat word for a second in the morning. Spectacularly. Yeah. Does that make sense? You got it right. Well, yeah, he, yeah, Mike does do a spectacular job. <laughs> yes, he does, my friend. Uh, a couple of plugs. What did you put in Sun Sentinel this week? What was your big uh, article topic? Um, actually, I had uh, a Father's Day gift guide because Father's Day is in a couple of weeks, the yeah, 19th, is. and I want to make sure dads get something that they really like and can use. Gift card. Well, yeah, gift, gift cards. Gift cards. <laughs> well, uh, I had a few different things, okay. but uh, maybe a nice pair of a Hobie polarized sunglasses. Nice choice, man. Yeah. Yeah, and, and what's amazing to me, I, I've got a pair, great optics, great everything, uh, all kinds of styles, colors. 99 bucks they start at. Not too shabby. Well, can I be selfish and say, how about a new boat or a kayak or an SUP from Nautical Ventures? That work out uh, a fine gift, right? And, yeah. And uh, you're, you're a dad. I'm a dad. You just want something that you could actually use something. It doesn't have to be expensive. Yeah. Some really good sunscreen uh-huh. goes a long way in South Florida. I love how my sons took care of me for many years uh, as a father. They said, Dad, can I borrow 20 bucks to buy you a gift for Father's Day? <laughs> Smart boys. I just man, he had quite the trip uh, last week, Steve Waters, down in the uh, Tortugas, I believe it was. Yes, I saw uh, Jim Chiefy Matthew at the Our Florida Reefs meeting on Wednesday. He was telling me some immense hogfish, but I- I'll let him tell everybody about it. All right, Chiefy, good morning, my man. How are you, dude? Yes, it was a, a trip to Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> I saw some pictures too, man. Those wheelbarrows were, f- were full of fish, man. Holy cow! Yeah, yeah. We, we got three wheelbarrows full again uh, of fish. It was uh, it was pretty good. Uh, you know, four days in the Tortugas. Uh, you know, we dive our way down there. I, it was kind of fun uh, last Saturday chatting with you guys as I'm on the playmate uh, with Sea Exclusive, which is. Uh, Seclusive, I'm sorry, seclusive charters, and we're heading down. So I'm I'm outside of Key West on the boat in the salon talking to you guys, you know, heading down for four days of uh, of fun and diving, and uh, just a blast. This is a annual tradition for the Chiefy crew. Uh, I think six years running now, and uh, same group of guys in or out. You know, get a mix of one or two new guys and lose a few guys. It's just like anything else, you know, and um, Doggone, it was awesome. We uh, First of all, the weather conditions were ideal, real flat, uh, you know, calm seas. And uh, the Marquesas was good. We we did uh, fairly well on grouper, both black grouper and red grouper. 
which was nice to see. I mean, last year we almost limited out on both. So it was sort of just a little setback. We didn't get as many, but it was still nice. You know, it's nice to see some nice, fat, chunky red groupers, you know, and they're pretty easy to hit because they're just sitting right there. And the black grouper, a little different. They kind of hang at their holes, and then they go in a hole. I was I was with Ben, a new guy, and we were kind of in an area, nice mangrove snappers, and we shot a few of those. It was a good little area. And then I go, you, you, you keep an eye out for the big one, you know? And boy, sure as heck, he comes right over this, like, hole, and there's a grouper right in the hole, and he shot him right in the <laughs> hole. Oh, man, it was it was fun experience, you know, for him and me to see him, uh, you know, do that. And then um, as you continue going, you know, west, actually, because, you know, southwest, you're heading to the fort. We, st- we spent uh, Saturday night and Sunday night at the fort. Uh, you know, it's protected there, and, and not that we needed it, but it was real nice. And then we we actually go to the banks, which is west of the fort, and that's where you see the big hogfish. Uh, a 26-and-a-quarter-inch hogfish was the big boy. <laughs> Whoa. Unbelievable, fellas. Unbelievable. (laughs) (laughs) And here's the deal. I mean, they get no pressure whatsoever. None. So they're just basically, you just, you know, cruising around on the reef and you look up and, wow, there's the big one just standing there. (laughs) All right, Chief, before you go, man, how many pounds of fillets do you figure you brought home after the trip? Just guesstimate. I'd say... Yeah, maybe I'm thinking a hundred pounds per wheelbarrow, easy, you know. So three hundred pounds, maybe. Okay, you know, so about fifty pounds per diver. Yeah, yeah, I think so. That's a that's a fair assessment, okay. and um, you know, it took two guys because uh, we hire guys to fill our fish. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> I don't blame you at all, long, man. Long afternoon, but we had a blast, and uh, you know. Uh, of course, we're reading Catching the Spirit on the way down. You know what I mean? The whole we're, we're prepping. You know what I mean? Of course, you are. <laughs> a lot, a lot of fun, and we're almost ready for Catching the Bug Second Edition, uh, Steve. So that'll be a really good uh, little story in the next couple weeks. So Can't wait. Looking man. forward to start thinking uh, thinking lobster here pretty soon. All right, pretty Jim. Soon. Well, listen. All right. Enjoy all that fish you got, man. Don't choke. looking forward to it alright man thank Thank you very much switch gears Steve's a freshwater fish and our friend for many 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 moons of the program the one the only the great Alan Zaremba catches a bass out there Al good morning to you man what's happening pretty uh, well same old uh, though I didn't know I was considered your friend well I say that for just the show purposes only Ah, uh, okay. This week I'm your friend. Okay, that's come that's on, figure. man. We all just have some happy jousting here. We're all good buddies, man. No doubt about that. But <laughs> talk about some hot bass news, man. What's going on? Well, it, it's uh, been an interesting week. Um, I've been fishing way to the south. I've been fishing way to the north. I've been fishing in between. And I'm finding fish in all the areas. It's not totally lit up on fire, but it, it's not bad. And I caught some big fish this past week. And uh, I think I sent you a picture earlier this week of the one fish that was. Uh, eight and a half pounds, uh, uh, which was a real nice peacock for this time of the year. And and uh, yesterday, uh, we got some nice ones yesterday, too. Not quite as big, but today we're going south. We're going to try to get them as big. Uh, all of them are doing well. All the places are doing at least decent right now. It was good yesterday. Uh, C-100, I'm going down there today, and hopefully that's going to be good for me like it was earlier in the week. And, and uh, that's how it goes. It's still basically a jig bite. 
uh, that much else going on in those canals. And then the Everglades bite, I uh, actually got out some pretty good fish uh, two days ago out there, and I was a little surprised. In the, in the fast-moving water. So it was interesting. The bass were biting out there, and uh, it was along 27. It was good. Okay, because, right, we've had a lot of rain, Alan, so the yeah. water levels are up and water gets yeah. moved around. But sometimes, yeah. like you say, the bass really, the largemouths like that current because bait's yep. moving by, and mm-hmm. uh, they'll just set up there. But uh, I ran a photo of that uh, eight-and-a-half-pound peacock. It was a it Wood. was absolutely stunning. Yeah, and looking when, at that picture on that photo, it really came out good. I don't know who that photographer was, but he's he's really an awesome photographer. Yeah, he needs to get paid a lot more. But uh, <laughs> right, that, yeah. that, I get right, paid weekly. I get paid weekly, very weekly. That well, I got you. Yes, with an A, not two E's. Um, but yeah, I was in my fishing, my Wednesday fishing report. Mm-hmm. A fellow from Oklahoma. So what I wanted to know, Alan, did you actually point that fish out to the angler? Yeah, no, okay. I, I see. I, I seen it was wandering out uh, off a deeper ledge, and you know that's what I find this time of year. Some of them are actually sitting a little deeper, and I just told him to get the jig over there, and it only took like two casts. And he jigged up. He's, we seen the fish flash on it, and we threw back in there one more time, and the fish nailed it. So uh, now I and I did not know that fish was that big. It was. It was a good. I could tell it was a good fish, but I couldn't tell it was that big. We were catching some nice fish that day, but but that was more than double of anything else we had caught that day. All right, that sounds good, man. All right, so tell us our top uh, hot three or four or five lures working this week. Three, four, or five lures? How about six? I mean, if you're sure. going that route. Go for it. <laughs> no, there's only uh, one. There's no, the, 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 the jigs are working good still. My, my jigs are still working very good in the canals. Okay. Uh, in the urban canals, out in the Everglades, my best bait was a, uh, a Berkeley minnow. Uh, working on twitching it. They really like to twitch it out in the glades. And uh, the, you could see them come up and roll on it. And when you weren't catching bass, you were catching Oscars, so there was something to, to keep you pretty active. And it was it's right now still not bad. So I, I can't complain. We've not hit the dog days yet. The dog days of summer coming up, Steve Waters. The water coming. gets kinda hot and the fish kinda get a little yep. slow. Right. You know I mean? And yep. and and like me, Eric, you, you get Alan's reports twice a week. I I, do. I, I was uh Happy to read, Alan, that you were able to avoid all the rain this week. So I don't know how I managed that. <laughs> I, I really don't. But it appears at the beginning of next week, and of course I'm booked on those days, it looks like I'm going to be hitting some rain next week too. But it all depends on what that storm ends up doing, if it actually develops or not develops. You know, how the weaker it is, I think the more rain we'll actually get from it. All right, Z, man, we'll have a fine weekend, dude. Keep catching those big fat bass, and we'll chat uh, next Saturday, my friend. Gonna do my best. You have a good one, and I'm glad. I'm glad I'm just a friend of yours this week. <laughs> I'm having a good morning. Okay, so don't don't blow it. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Alan. Thank you All very right, much, thanks, Alan. All, All right, bass fish has been good. I just bought a um, a new addition to my fleet of uh, bass mobiles. I got a little ten foot uh, camo John boat. I showed you a picture of. I I did. I like that. It looks yeah. brand new. Well, a guy did a great job. Uh, he actually did that home uh, camo job himself. I found it on Craigslist. Bought it. Three hundred bucks. Big deal. Put awesome. A little, put a little. Uh, 55 thruster on the back, and uh, go out there and catch me some bass. That's it. You'll be tearing them up on Lake Catherine. I've got my Hobie uh, Mirage uh, Outfitter to go fish with. Mm-hmm. Try that if I don't want to pedal power or want to be lazy, use the electric motor. So i got it going both you ways. got it covered, and uh, if it works out, we'll take it duck hunting. Hey, dude, I'll throw the top of my roof rack on my FJ Cruiser. We'll go. There you go. Let me know when you want to go, dude. Absolutely. Whack, whack. Okay. Take a break. <laughs> More captains coming up. 629 right here at 940 Wins. Miami Sports. Supposedly, Cousteau and his cronies invented the idea of putting walkie-talkies into the helmet. 
We made ours with a special rabbit ear on the top so we could pipe in some music. Let's hear those fish and reels sing. Now back to more fish talk on the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Now, up and at them! With Eric Brandon and Steve Waters. As the son of a son of a sailor. Pretty ironic that you and I both came to work today wearing the same bright orange shirt. We didn't plan that, did we? No, we did not plan it. We're quite the fashionistas over here, aren't we? That's it. Great minds (laughs) dress alike. (laughs) Yes, indeed, man. It's a good-looking Saturday morning. Uh, Never talked about the official uh, forecast, but I've heard rain coming up for another couple days is what I'm hearing. Uh, That's what I'm hearing, but uh, as far as wind and seas, east-southeast winds, 10 to 15 knots, seas about two feet, and, and hopefully... That breeze will blow some dolphin in close, although we, we've heard from Captain Bouncer they weren't all that far offshore, 100 feet. For, I think Darcy caught one yeah, yesterday. That's uh, right. 700 feet was the primo depth for guys going uh, off Miami. Gotcha. So you just never know. It's kind of, it's funny. It, it's hot. It's cold. It's good. It's bad. Yeah. 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 So you just got to keep fishing. Well, this guy on line number one, uh, we have Buckner with Shop Talk coming up in a moment. He's uh, okay. actually preparing for a trip to fly off to Mexico for a Nautical Ventures uh, repair job. Okay. Okay. But uh, Stan the Man Hunt always catches something, man. That's it. He changes with the conditions, <laughs> and uh, he'll tell us what's what, uh, where, and what to catch today. You got it. Stan, good morning to you, my friend. How are you? Hey, good morning, guys. I'm doing good. Well, listen, well, uh, Mahi have been missing... Mahi been uh, AWOL down here, man. You seen any uh, any dolphin up that way near Hillsborough at all? You know, we were seeing them uh, a week or two ago. They've slowed down quite a bit. Uh, I did catch two yesterday morning, mm-hmm. and they were just, you know, right in there on the reef, just a little bit deeper into kingfish in like 140, 150 feet of water. Um, so, wow. you know, it kind of, kind of moved out with all this, you know, kind of no wind we've been having. But... You're right. Hopefully, this north or this east wind coming will help blow a little bit in for us. So, the hot bite stand outside of a couple scattered dolphin. What's been your best best uh, catch of the week? Yeah, you know, finally our kingfish have been coming through for us. We've been catching our limit on you know pretty nice kings, so like eight ten pounders lately. Mm-hmm. No real nice ones, but we have been seeing a couple uh, a couple decent ones on the live bait. And I guess skip skip one of the drift boats uh, a couple days ago caught like a fifty pound king. You know, right in the morning. So, a couple nice kings around. We still got some blackfin tunas out there. Uh, the best step for the tunas have been like 200 lately. And uh, not not too many big, big ones like, uh, you know, a week or two ago. But some nice ones. Still some nice 10, 15, and 20 pounders. And uh, I did see a small boat live baiting yesterday. Caught a nice 40-pound wahoo right out front, too. And I oh, think wow. they were about 160, 170 feet of water also. So, you know, not a whole lot going on out there right now, but there's a few fish to have some fun. And uh, I did hear yesterday, I think about 700 feet, there's a little slight rip, you know, uh, seaweed line with a couple things floating in it and uh, a lot of flying fish. And I heard two boats uh, catch a couple dolphin off of that too. So, you know, not a lot of fish out there, but there's a few nice fish around. That's it. You just got to be prepared. Be uh, keep a bait or a lure in the water, mm-hmm. and you just never know. That's it. Yep, uh, a few fish on the wrecks too. You know, a couple nice amberjacks around. Uh, last week caught a nice little cobia, just barely keeper, but hey, he was a keeper. Hey, so, uh, you never know. Stan, uh, speaking of amberjack, when when Eric and I uh, fished with you a few weeks ago, and you uh, filleted 
that uh, Amberjack. I cooked it. It was delicious. So thanks for turning me back on to Amberjack, man. Oh, you're welcome, man. You know, and I've been telling a lot of people about them lately, and it just seems like they don't have as many worms as, you know, as we used to see in them lately. Uh, you know, I've been cutting up some, you know, 40-pounders, and, uh, man, there's only a couple little worms in the tail meat section. You know, and, of course, we don't even cut that off of the fish, really. Right. But yeah, you take that big back strap and, you know, that piece of the belly meat out of them, and, man, they're really good. <laughs> yeah, that, not a single worm. Uh, I mean, not that they're bad for you, but they could be I off, need no off-putting. damn worms, man. That's for sure. Leave the worms to somebody <laughs> Some else. People, I need no damn but, worms. But, uh, yeah, no need I, for yeah. No need for spaghetti with your fish. Right? No spaghetti with my with my <laughs> fish. Thank you very much, Captain <laughs> Stan. <Same. with> <laughs> I had a question for your Stan. Uh, your your brother, Captain Casey Hunt, is he back to fishing or still working on the boat? Uh, yeah, they're down in Key West still, and they they're fishing down there. And I know they've been hammering them down there. You know, a lot of nice mahi and snappers oh. and okay. everything else. So, we we, yeah. we might have Casey on the show in a little bit then. Give, uh, yeah, there you go. Get a good report for Key West. Okay. So now um, with uh, with things are kind of, you don't know, it, it's like changing day to day. Do you uh, put out, uh, obviously you're big on trolling, but will you put out a mix of trolling lures? Just maybe like a sea witch appeals to one species more than, you know, and a straight ballyhoo would appeal to another one? Yeah, usually, you know, usually if there's a, a single hungry, not so hungry dolphin around, you know, if you have a ballyhoo, a fresh ballyhoo out there, you know, sometimes they'll kind of swim past your strips and, you know, and eat that fresh ballyhoo because that's their natural bait out there. But, um, you know, most of the time I'm just fishing strips. And right now it seems like mullet strips are working really good for me too. Um, you know, I've been catching my limit on kings the last three days. And uh, other guys are only catching, like, you know, maybe five, four, five, or six. So uh, mullet strips have been working really good, too. Okay. And uh, you can go right to Aces Bait and Tackle and pick some of them up. So. <laughs> I was just going to say, where are you nice catching? Nice plug, Stan. Where nice you, plug, dude. Where are you catching your mullet? Nice so. plug, That's buddy. It. All right. And, you know, man, we're, we're really, we're pretty much out of Bonita strips. So uh, hopefully any day they'll start biting for us, too. All right, Stan and Ben, have a fine day fishing, as always, my friend, and uh, go out there, catch them up. We'll chat next weekend or maybe see you at the dock, whatever else comes up this week, all right? Yeah, definitely. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. You got it, my friend. All right. So Stan and Ben's catching uh, some dolphin at 100 some odd feet of water, some scattered wahoo, some kings. Not too bad. Tunas. Yeah. yeah. You just got to go out there and do it. Do it. Well, to get out there and do it, dude, you should have a boat, I'm thinking, right? Yeah, it'd help some some way. Yeah, I mean swimming and fishing is kind of hard to do. You're going out in the inner <laughs> tube, I don't know about that. What's well, up? One of our great sponsors, Glassstream Boats. Steve Waters. I've sold a couple of these last two weeks to some very happy clients, and and I've sh- I showed you the photos that I brought in of Glassstream Boats because sure. you haven't seen the newest models. Just a profile that I don't see anywhere else. It's a good looking boat, fast looking boat, sexy. It is sexy. It's a sexy looking boat, sexy. dude. It's sexy, man. And um, all kind of models for, you know, getting off in the backcountry, uh, larger models getting offshore. And kind of the story is back in 1988, A.L. Kirkland, right, invented the first inverted stepped hull for his race boat called Turn of the Century. A lot of guys were saying, oh, man, this is kind of a fad. ain't going to happen, right? 30 years later, every modern performance boat uses a variation of that original design because of Mr. A.L. Kirkland. 
hands-on kind of guy, developed these boats uh, to his specifications, and he wants his boats to be lighter, faster, more fuel-efficient, strong, and versatile. And that's what they are, buddy boy. That's it. The versatility is the key part. Yeah. As you know, selling boats at Nautical Ventures. Yes, sir. Um, maybe one member of the family wants a boat for, let's just say, hardcore fishing. Mm-hmm. Another member wants to go out uh, with his or her friends right. and just have a nice day at the sandbar uh-huh. or cruise the intracoastal. <laughs> You're painting a or, picture, or, man. Or maybe just uh, a picture. take the kids out yeah. and, and let them have fun. So you want a boat that's, number one, reliable. Of course. But that versatility is key. I mean, how many boats have you been on where you can do some really good hardcore fishing, yeah. but then go out and have a fun, relaxing time? You can't find them, but you can't find them in a glass stream, that's it, for sure. It's like one or the other. The, uh, the, <laughs> the family-type boats... I mean, uh, you're in big trouble. You get a drop of blood anywhere. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. Uh, what model are you holding in your hand this morning? I like the uh, 221 center console. Okay. Perfect. For, you could go offshore on a nice day. No problem. There you go. You uh, For for bay boat, beautiful. For the intracoastal, even uh, maybe hit uh, some of those shallow reefs, do a little diving. Man, you have just said it all, Mr. Waters. You, like you almost work at Nautical Ventures, you know as much as I do. Well, you're doing I, great. I, I know I know versatility. <laughs> well, when you you know when you've got cushions and chairs and everything yeah, in your way, right. you, you can't walk around the boat and fight a fifty pound kingfish. <laughs> That's very true, right? You know, or load up with mahi, and yes, then you're sir. like. Now what do we do? Right, We're right. going to need a better, bigger boat. All right. So to find all these fabulous models, we've got checking out that uh, photo of the uh, 242cc, which is fantastic. We've got a 28-footer uh, on the lot of nautical ventures. Uh, come by, check them out. Uh, find our boats, by the way, at our North Palm location and in Dania Beach. Check them out at nauticalventures.com. The whole line is there. Yes, Mr. Okay, Waters. so one last question. Yes, sir. Price-wise, how, how are they? I, I'm not saying this because I work there, Steve Waters, but you cannot touch any boat in that class for the price we sell them at. The price Ooh, point wow. is ap- no, the price point is phenomenal. I kid you not. You can afford a glass dream boat. Okay, you working there today? I am, sir. Okay, Come ten, ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. Ask for the guy in the orange shirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's like four of us, okay? So, anyway, nauticalventures.com. Check out the entire glass dream line. More captains coming up. Thanks for tuning in. Six forty four at nine forty wins Miami Sports. Got a question for the captains? Call the show now at 866-801-0940 and get hooked up. We tried to contact them several times by radio, but they didn't answer. Now, back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Oh, I hope I didn't wake you. With Eric Brandon and Steve Waters. Welcome back to our show, Fisherman Fishing Ladies. Thanks for tuning in every weekend. Tell your friends about us. Spread the word. We love you guys uh, telling your buddies and neighbors that the only fishing show on the radio is Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. The only show talking live fishing, baby. That's it. We got the water covered. You listen to our captains. You know what to fish for, what to use, all that good stuff. It gives you the plan for the day, man, which is great. Right. You know and exactly where to go, where not to go. I was telling people, I remember uh, a few years ago, we had Captain Terry Kloss on. He was fishing a tournament. Mm-hmm. It was like eight to ten foot seas. And he said... <laughs> Folks, if you don't have to be out here today, stay at home. Stay at home, man. They don't like it is. He had a big tournament, so he was out there, but uh, that's very helpful, too. How many times you get the boat, you get it over to the boat ramp, and Mm -hmm. then you're like, oh, my gosh, I didn't realize it was blowing 
you know, 30 or the water was purple or whatever, <laughs> yellow, <laughs> red. Yeah. And we know some of our TV weather folks are suspect on those marine forecasts, so uh, don't don't always buy that news. Oh, no, that, that's a whole show right there. A uh, whole show, man. Get on a soapbox and that bad boy. So, again, the guys are just tuning in. Uh, what's our official marine forecast today, Mr. Weatherman? Uh, East-southeast winds, 10 to 15 knots. Oh, that's, that's great, man. Yeah. It'll be beautiful. That's great. And again, the report so far is the mahi have been scattered. Uh, they had a good run of mahi for a couple of weeks. They were right. hot and hot and thick, and now they kind of thinned out a little bit. All right. Well, uh, right around Memorial Day, it yeah. was it was pretty good. Some nice big fish caught. It's funny. I, I get a big kick out of this because I wrote about Memorial Day weekends. Usually, a good time to catch some big dolphin. Mm-hmm. And then in the South Florida Dolphin Challenge, which runs through the end of the month. Last weekend, I think there was a 46-pounder caught that took the lead. There was a 40-pounder. Mm-hmm. So uh, some big fish were there, but now the holiday's over and they're gone. Not sure about you, man, but I don't, I don't mind catching 8- to 10-pound mahi. Those are fine with me, buddy. Those make nice oh, fillets. absolutely. I mean, those are great eats. You know? I, yeah. Yep, I'm with you, man. And uh, I know there was a good dolphin bite. In the Keys for a while, but uh, I'm not sure what the status of that is. Well, let's find out from Bud and Mary's, the man himself. Speaking of the Keys, we've got our good friend Richard Stanzik back on line number two, hanging on. Oh, excellent. Richard, good morning, my friend. How are you? Eric, Steve, good morning to you guys. How y'all doing up there? We're doing good. The mahi bite appears to be very, very thin. Things happening in the Keys? Any better news there? You know, it's interesting. I had uh, texted Steve earlier uh, during the week. Uh, with the bad news that basically uh, the dolphin pipe down here had been non-existent. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and, you know, it's a funny thing, but uh, little things happen and uh, with, the, with the dolphin, and they move. You know, the Gulf Stream's like an, like an escalator out there. It runs three, three and a half knots sometimes, and everything comes from the south and moves to the north. And even though we had no dolphin at all Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, nothing but complaints yesterday, some of the fish really showed up, and they, uh, they showed up in, in size and numbers. Uh, you know, Captain Greg Eklund, uh, and these fish, by the way, are popping up in the afternoon, and one of the things that helps find them is that breeze, but he had a 46-pound bull, and that bull had seven, or actually six, cows with it, so that was a seven-bagger for him, and the uh, cows were nice size, somewhere up to 30 pounds as well. Really, really outstanding. All those fish, of course, caught just in that one spot and underneath the birds, so you got to keep your eyes open. You know, my brother, uh, Captain Scott Stanzik, on the Catch-22, he had five big fish, not quite that big, but in the 30-pound range, one of them, and he had 30 nice schoolies. So the boats that uh, that fished offshore yesterday and it worked at it really did very well. The dolphin are just, just getting here yesterday. They should continue today, as I said. Still not a lot of weed out there. As a matter of fact, very little weed, and that's the one thing I'm waiting on or we're all waiting on that will ne- definitely make this thing more consistent and uh, put a lot of the smaller fish out there. But uh, there is going to be that breeze today. The breeze can be your friend. Watch for the birds. Try to get ahead of them. There's uh, quite a bit of debris floating at times. You know, watch for that debris as well. There were some really nice triple tails caught off that debris during the week. As a matter of fact, we caught a couple the other day that were in the five to eight pound class. A lot of guys just pass those up, but it's probably the finest eating fish you're ever going to catch. There's a little activity around the humps. <clears throat> you know, the small tunas haven't seen any big ones, but it's a good day to fill a day in and, you know, have some fun. Use the light mono leaders and the feathers, and you'll catch those things pretty good. They'll bite better early and late. A lot of the boats are deep dropping. Uh, as a matter of fact, I texted again some pictures to Steve. My son, Nick, had some beautiful yellow edge groupers. They were up to 25 pounds, and 
he had a 24-pound queen snapper, which is one of the prettiest fish in the ocean. So not a bad way also uh, to break up the day a little if you're out there looking for the dolphin. Um, another interesting sidebar, I'll mention this because Nick got a lot of, my son Nicholas Stans has got a lot of followers with his swordfish expeditions. And he's got a streak going. And uh, yesterday was his 23rd consecutive swordfish trip that he produced one or more swordfish. So I uh, hope he keeps the streak alive. I kind of kidded him about that. I said DiMaggio had a hitting streak of 56. But I'll, <laughs> bet, I'll bet it's before he met uh, Maryland. I'll guarantee you that. Wow. But anyway, um, that's pretty much what's going on offshore. And, and along the reef, you know, it's been steady all week. This is a great time of year. Uh, you know, to catch yellowtail. They're, they're spawning out there after this. and uh, They're catching lots of fish on the Miss Alamrata. Most of the fish are smaller range, you know, a pound to three pounds, and they're mixing in with a few bottom fish. But the current's right, the conditions are right. It's a little warm sitting there on the, week, on the reef, but this breeze will certainly take care of that, so it won't be as bad. You know, out in our backcountry, uh, <coughs> the tarpon, they're interesting also. Uh, you know, they were here early and a lot of big fish, and then it sort of slacked off. Well, it picked up this week again, and that has a lot to do with the moon. And what's happened basically is a whole new batch of fish have come to town, um, and the fish are moving, especially on the ocean side. I've got guys reporting seeing hundreds of fish literally, you know, while they're fly fishing, passing by out there. But the bait fishermen have really been catching them. Captain Clyde Upchurch had five tarpon releases two mornings ago. Ooh. My son Rick Stanzik, five tarpon releases. So tarpon fishing's in full swing right down right now down here and this east breeze is going to help that as well i do have some reports from the back i haven't had those in a while captain jimmy wilcox give me a good report captain uh, <clears throat> ted wilson a good report they are catching some redfish back there which is encouraging because those things have been kind of scarce but the schnook are excellent all along the cape all the way up towards flamingo a lot of snappers and trout also for the guys who are beating up those potholes and fishing in the, the trenches back there so overall fishing's real good down here right now we're just going to hope this dolphin fishing continues and i believe it will over this weekend, especially with this east wind. Richard, uh, props, round of applause, fabulous, thorough, absolutely amazing report. As always, about the fabulous Florida Keys, my friend. Good job. That's it. Whatever species you want to catch, Richard <laughs> He's can tell it, you He's what's going on, where to catch it, how they're catching them. So I, I did have a question for you, Richard, with the, the tarpon, the live baiting. Is that going in on in the channels and the bridges, or are they... Yeah. They're, the mullet fishing, you know, a lot of, a lot of guys, and mullet to me is one of the most exciting uh, ways to fish right. live bait for tarpon. It's slowing down. The mullet are hard to come by. So most of the guys now are using crabs, pinfish, things like that. And the ones who can catch mullet are still uh, using them, of course. And these fish are, are in the channels, but uh, they're moving on the shoreline as well, and they're out in the lakes behind this area here. They're pretty well everywhere. Okay. Uh, and, you know, what's nice is they adapt. Uh, this time of year, if you get the good visibility, these fly fishermen can see the fish coming and I think probably one of the most challenging things in, in, the, in the angling world is to catch a big tarpon on a fly rod. So I know there's a, I think there's a tournament coming up this week. So hopefully uh, the weather will continue. But we got some weather looking at us. So I can tell you that uh, there's a, as you know, a low pressure sitting right off the Yucatan now. So get your fishing in uh, today and tomorrow because I think Monday, Tuesday is going to get a little rainy down here. <laughs> All right, Richard. Thanks so much, my friend. Have a great, great weekend at Bud and Mary's down there. All right. I'll thanks so much for allowing me to put the. The fabulous sort of these fishing scene out on the radio with you guys. You got it. Every week, you got right, it. Bye-bye. Information, Steve Waters, we are overloaded on this program. We got guys everywhere, man. Tony DeJulian, on line number three, fishing out of... Uh, Fort fishing... Lauderdale, Florida. Okay, this oh, thank week, you, Fort Tony. Lauderdale. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, Tony, Tony oh. I'll tell you what, he makes the rounds. Yeah, so, man. Uh, he, he was a uh, man from uh, Egypt. Uh-huh. To uh, Key West, the good old Fort Lauderdale. Here we go. Tony, how are you, buddy boy? 
I'm doing pretty good this morning, guys. How about yourselves? Uh, talking fishing can have a bad morning, my friend. Uh, how's your fishing been for you? Well, this past week, I didn't do much fishing. We spent a little bit of time bait fishing because on the wish list, we're getting ready to fish that tournament uh, uh, next weekend up here in, in Pompano Beach. Um, but I spent most of the week actually, speaking of a storm off the Yucatan, sitting down with several of my clients and actually finalizing and just going over our hurricane plans and options um, if anything does occur, because it is hurricane season now, as we all know, mm-hmm. um, just to make sure we got all our ducks in a row and uh, T's crossed, I's dotted, so that if something does happen, we are ready to uh, take action. And it's very, very important for boaters in South Florida at this time of the year to have a hurricane plan, have options, a boat yard, where are you going to go? You're going to put it on a trailer, you're going to take off, you're going to you know, do you have inside storage? Do you have extra lines, anchors, on and on and on? So something very, very important this time of year for uh, boaters to be thinking about. Absolutely true, Tony. Uh, with that being said, uh, be safe, of course. How about some fish catch news, man? I'm always jumping to hear what you've caught. Well, we uh, I've been watching uh, and talking to all my friends and living vicariously through them this past week <laughs> while I've been doing all the technical stuff. Yeah. And I know that there's been some nice gaffer mahis out six to 800 feet of water uh, up here locally. I saw Nick Stanzik was catching some nice mahis while he was out sword fishing. And uh, by the way, while I mentioned Nick, just a little information for everybody out there. Nick is, I believe, 22 or 23 trips in a row catching a swordfish during the day when he go, when he gets a swordfish trip book. So, man, pretty unbelievable streak he's got going down there. Actually, and Tony, then, it, it is 23. We had his dad on before you, so. Okay, great. Yeah, I had a nice talk with his dad a few weeks ago yes. when I was down there visiting. So your information so there is solid. Amazing. And then up here, we've actually started getting some blackfin tuna showing up uh, in on the reefs, so. Well, that's a good sign because that's been a little bit slow lately. So hopefully here we're going to have some good black tuna fishing. And hopefully this weather that's coming up next week will kind of drive in and drive out and uh, and we'll be ready to go by the middle week, that, end of next week that's for it. the tournament. Get, get out of here quickly. I had a question for you, Tony. We were talking to some of our captains earlier about how it's kind of hit or miss. You know, you might be in a 120 feet fishing for kingfish. You'll catch dolphin. You'll be a little deeper you'll be catching tuna when you go out do you like to have a mix of baits you, you mentioned you guys are stocking up for the saltwater slam so do you absolutely okay we, do. we that's a great question and we actually try to have as many different species of bait that are available as we can even 30 or 40 miles up the coast or 20 miles up the coast a certain type of fish could be eating a certain bait and if you're And if you have that bait to offer them, then you're much more likely to get bites. So we'll oftentimes have uh, pilchards, sardines if we can get them, goggle eyes. We'll throw in a few uh, live blue runners from time to time if we can catch ones that aren't too big. And uh, really a real treat for us uh, if we can find them is tinker mackerel. We love to have live tinker mackerel as well. Okay. Tony, that sounds uh, mighty fine. Steve Waters, pay attention to what these captains say, and you'll catch some doggone fish. 
Well, get, get, get mighty close it. to them, right? V- variety can de- definitely <laughs> make the difference, especially in and the tournaments. One more, one more thing, yeah. uh, guys. Just thanks to uh, thanks to Steve Waters there for uh, last week showing up at the uh, our Florida Reefs meetings. We had a bunch of fishermen there representing the uh, South Florida fishing crowd, and uh, Steve was there doing his duty as a journalist and. I just wanted to thank him for showing up and covering that for us. Well, sure, and thanks for speaking so eloquently about uh, some of those proposals. And I'll have a story this coming Friday about what's really going on. There you go. All right, Tony, thanks so much, man. Have a great day and uh, catch those fish up. And thanks for these safety tips for hurricane season. We need to know that. All right, guys, have a great weekend. You too. Steve Waters on a weekend, man. If you can't go offshore or don't want to, you know, power boats, I have an alternative for you. It's a lot of fun, dude. Nautical Ventures has got, I mean, I can't imagine, I try, I'm trying to think about how many brand names we carry of kayaks and SUPs. I've kind of lost track. We have so many varieties out there, okay? That's Westport, right. North Palm Store and Danger Beach Store. You, you get a couple of kayaks with the family. It's a family affair, right? Put them in the kayaks, yes. right? Go up and down our lovely waterways of South Florida. Lake time stuff was fun. Uh, get on a stand-up paddleboard, which has become quite the phenomenon, I might add. Absolutely. And uh, that new Mirage, uh, the Hobie Eclipse, I believe it is. That's that stand-up thing with the handlebar. Oh, okay. Well, and, you and the pedal pedal power. Pedal it. It's you like a pedal, mi- pedal SUP. Right. you got the ma- Mirage Drive. Yeah. I mean, it's a blast to get out of these things, man. You could demo those at both stores. You know, try before you buy, obviously, but they're a lot of fun. Easy to put on top of your car, throw them in the back of the pickup truck, whatever. Take off to the beach, wherever you want to go. And truly is family bonding. You know, if you all get together as a family and kayak and SUP together, it does bring you together very well, you know? That's it. Family fun, family yeah, bonding. Oh, absolutely. And plus, you're outdoors. You're outdoors. And when you're pedaling or paddling around, you don't have time to be checking that <laughs> iPad, you know? That's the one time the kids aren't on the phone either. But okay. that, unless they have a waterproof phone, which most of them don't. No, no. But uh, put the phones away and do some family bonding. Get your kayak SUPs at Nautical Ventures. Check out the entire selection at nauticalventures.com. 7 o'clock hour is just kicking off, Steve Waters. The big hour of power, brother. Yeah, we've had great reports, great tips, great advice. Great. Yeah. And uh, we got more coming. I'm, I'm looking forward to talking to Joe Hector. Yeah, he's Hopefully coming he'll be around because uh, he's got a tournament, a no, uh, Summer Slam. Yes, he does. Part one coming up. Yes, he does. So, uh, All a lot right. of good stuff ahead. Nobody made coffee around this building, man. I'm dying, dude. Can I have a sip of yours? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's too high octane for you, man. All right, man. Take a break. 703 at 940 wins Miami Sports. Be right back at you. Welcome back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show, the radio show that's put on by fishermen for fishermen and all about catching fish. Never did see so much activity. Call the show anytime at 866-801-0940. We want to hear from you. If you think you're nervous now, ha, wait till you're on the air. And here to hook you up with local captains and crew so you can reel in more than bragging rights is waterman Eric Brandon. I can't function without my coffee. And some sense fishing writer steve waters coffee is ready sir now back to the nautical ventures weekly fisherman show hello promo by joe johnson read my mind man coffee is ready sir no it's not i'm dying over here nah, bill's i'm got dying it. over here bill's got it for okay <laughs> hey by the way man we have two stores I, I neglected to give the addresses and i should do this so folks can find us i apologize about that our Dania Beach store, 50 South Bryan Road, Dania Beach, and our beautiful North Palm store at 139 Shore Court. So you know what? Right. And, bo- and both of them are on the water. Which on the makes, water, man. Uh, 
trying and trying before you buy so easy. Absolutely. Hey, speaking of Palm Beach, we got a guy on line number one that covers that waterway, does he not? Uh, Those we waters, do. Rather. We, we do. Captain Willie Howard fishes out of West Palm Beach, and he's fishing in the KDW tournament today. Good Is he? Yeah. Good morning, Captain Willie. Good morning, Steve and Eric. Willie, what's sorry, your... I couldn't answer earlier. Boy, you should have seen the line of boats going out the inlet this morning. <laughs> and uh, your phone rang. My phone rang from your call, and there was just so much boat traffic, I couldn't take my hand off the wheel or do anything. No, the safety first. Yeah, we, we had uh, our friend Darcy on early. She said it's like 220 boats are entered in that tournament. Yeah, wow. it's over 200. It was like at 198 when I went to the captain's meeting, but then I left the captain's meeting, so I'm, not, I'm sure it's well over 200. But uh, what I was impressed with the most this morning is that everyone, you know, had to line up for the committee boat and everyone who was, in, you know, anxious to get going. But everyone, like, politely went to the back of the line and waited their turn for, like, 10 minutes to check out with the committee boat. It was like it was an impressive display of sportsmanship. Well, that was everyone would be in a hurry and would be gunning their engines and stuff, but they weren't. Well, that West Palm Beach crew, Steve Waters, a lot more kind and gentle than the South Florida Miami Fort Lauderdale guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, necessarily. And, well, and, and Lake, Lake Worth Inlet is such a beautiful inlet yeah, to fish is. out of. It is. It yeah. is nice, and it's, yeah. it's really nice out here. It's just like a soft rolling sea. There were a lot of clouds. It was raining a little bit this morning. But now it's laid down, and uh, there's you know sun sun's piercing down through the clouds offshore, and there's, you can see tons of boats on the horizon, and it's just a little little one foot chop. Oh, beautiful! But, uh, it, it's been a little tough dolphin wise here, but we got lucky on Wednesday, and we found uh, a nice bull about a little over twenty pounds, about forty three inches worth. Nice. Okay, so, now so Willie and I, Eric, we talked about this during the week, uh-huh. and Willie, t- tell the listeners how you were able to get that dolphin to uh, bite because it, it wasn't automatic no it was not at all we we were just looking around for a good spot because we found a lot of weed, weed inshore we told it for a little while and we got nothing so we decided to run offshore and watch for a little warmer water so we hit we hit some nice rip in about 750 feet about 84 and a half degree water and we were just cruising along that rip looking for things all of a sudden we found like uh you know a floating jug with some rope hanging off of it and a lot of bait under it so we stopped on that and said this looks really good and we trolled by it a few times no but no dolphin or anything so we just sat there and just threw a flat line just a dead sardine on triple hook the old standard drift boat rig just threw that out and while we we're casting at the triple tail and after about 10 minutes here comes mr bull grabbing our dead sardine <laughs> what a nice fish to come wandering by your bait see and nice, it was really nice, nice too because it was a high school graduation trip for a friend of mine's son and so and he's done really well in school, so he got he got the rod and, and fought the fish for a while. Great. But I almost had a heart attack because I had we had the fish up close to the boat, and I hit it with the gaff, and it was immediately just suddenly off the gaff. I was oh like, oh no. my god! Oh my boy. heart sank oh, so fast. Gosh, I've done that before. I had, I had brand new line. I'd gone to the tackle shop the day before. I got brand new line, brand new leader. So it was good, and it held. And then the second time that fish was really whipped, we had him riding the boat. Willie, before you go, man, let's talk about your, your your tournament today. So you go with the K, D, or W first. What are you, what are you targeting first this morning? K. K. Okay. We're going K and go D. With the, go with the K. Maybe, maybe W. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, sometimes when you K, you get the W, which is always a nice surprise. Yeah, that's a good surprise. Yeah, yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, what we're doing right now, we've got some goggle eyes on board, and we're all we're trying right now for a couple of big blue runners that we can put out on, uh, on stinger hook rigs. Okay, so, so we can raise a big fish. Okay, so is the lines in already happen? Absolutely, we're 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 uh, jigging for runners right now. Okay, all right. Well, so we would have been jigging for runners earlier, but we had to wait in line for the checkout, which is fine. 
Okay. We're going to pull for you, man. One, the son of a gun. Maybe you and Darcy could split the uh, the top two or three uh, categories. Right. So, so all of our, all our favorite t- fishermen yes. win something. You know what I mean? he takes the big K and gets the big king and the big dolphin or wahoo. That'd be perfect. There you go. Yeah. And you yeah. could tell us how you spent the money next week. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope I'm telling that story next week. <laughs> Willie, thanks so much, man. Good luck to you. Yeah, Catch you up, man, and win the son of a gun. You Best got it, buddy. Best of luck. Thanks, Willie. All right, man. Great tournament, man. That KDW stuff is, is a fun fishing event, man. Kingfish, dolphin, wahoo. My favorite three fish, I might add. Absolutely. Yeah. Sure thing. And uh, prize money ain't too shabby either. If you That's it. Again. With all those boats, it'll be, it'll be great. I can't wait to get those results. Let's check those out later. Take a little break. I think I smell the scent of Bill just made some coffee, man. That's it. I got to grab some, dude. Do you mind? No, no, absolutely. I may top off mine. All right. Coffee and then kayaks. Coffee, kayaks. Joe Hector standing by next 713 at 940. Wins Miami Sports. Need to get on the water, but your boat needs a little TLC? Then tune in to our Shop Talk segment with Nautical Ventures Chief Mechanic Rick Buckner. Email Rick your questions in advance at rickb at nauticalventures.com, and we'll answer them live on the air. Now back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. You just make yourself right at home and stay as long as you want to. With Eric Brandon and Steve Waters. Good morning, girls. Make yourself at home and stay as long as you want. Welcome back to our show, Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman. Eric Brandon, Steve Waters, fabulous Chicago Mike behind a glass. He drops in like once a week, just pop in and say, hey, man, checks in and walks around and talks to Roger Moore, our CEO. They're all good buddy buddies. Oh, the uh, Nautical Ventures on uh, 50 South Bryan. Yeah, we also sponsor his tournaments, et cetera. And right, the first part of the Summer Slam's coming up. The one, the only, Joe Hector. Man's got a following like you would not believe, man. Getting bigger all the time. Joe, good morning to you, my friend. How are you? Hey, guys. How you doing? Joe, good seeing you this week, man. The wrap on the boat looked great. The truck wrap looks great from uh, our good friends at Pompano Ford out there. And uh, you're set to Thank rock you. and roll, baby. Let me tell you. Yeah, yeah man. We're, uh, we're ready for the summer series. It's here. We got, well, we got like two weeks till, uh, till the 18th. Uh-huh. So we're ready to rock, man. Can't wait. Okay, so how did we enter that tournament? All right, guys. So if someone's interested in entering, uh, you can go to extremekayakfishing.com. And um, just click on uh, Entry Ticket, and it's right on the top uh, right of the site, and it'll show you, you know, what includes in your entry. You can pay right there on the website. Uh, it shows you all the winnings. Everything's basically right there for you. You can enter with your smartphone, computer, whatever you want. Or we have our uh, kickoff party at Brews Room in Pompano Beach, which will be happening uh, the 16th of this month and uh, you can also register there that's where most people uh they register uh just because a lot of people wait for the weather sure and all that stuff so i gotcha yeah i can tell you eric if you go to that kickoff party get there early what time. packed yeah, yeah. it's it's okay. packed. I mean, we fill up that place <laughs> it is awesome i mean we, we have that place rocking and we have uh our big raffle there and we have that for the Broward Children's Center, which uh, we donate to, which we've been donating to for the past uh, four years. So we, we've donated thousands of dollars to them, and um, we love those guys over there. So, All right. Well, hey, Joe, if a guy or gal were to buy a kayak from Nautical Ventures today, want to venture offshore, which I think they can do uh, safely, uh, any fish in particular you might want to target on a day like today, or what you, what's your thoughts about that? Well, I think the biggest thing of all is, you know, a lot of people are catching uh, the kings. They're starting to come back. Right. 
and um, the tuna run is kind of thinning out, uh, which I don't like because I want them for the weigh and for the for the uh, tournament. But <laughs> if, yeah, of course. If you're going to get a kingfish, I got. I'm going to tell you guys what exactly to use. Um, the rig that I always use. I always use number four to five wire, and uh, I got three foot of fluorocarbon uh, to a short bimini twist. Okay. And I'm always going to use a stinger rig. And with the stinger rig, and this is something that I, I want people to understand because I've seen some guys using the rig, the stinger rig, and what a lot of guys do is when they when they put that stinger on the uh, backside of the of the gog, mm-hmm. um, they it's tight, so the fish isn't swimming right. So you're not presenting the bait the right way. You wanna you wanna have slack. You know what I mean? You don't want any restrictions. Uh, in the way that bait swims, so uh, just make sure you you have slack when you when you hook that stinger rig to the side or to the back end of that uh, of that gog. That's, that's a great point, that's man. Right. Great Absolutely. point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, spring for a little extra wire, don't you know? Give, yeah. the, give the fish yeah. freedom, man. When he's swimming, yeah. yeah. There you Absolutely. go. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, if it yeah. doesn't look and natural, fish fish mm-hmm. realize that. Like, yeah, I'm not biting that. <laughs> oh, it's all about presentation. You want that bait to look perfect for that big king. All right, so you hook a kingfish. Hopefully, on a boat, you've got a gaff or a net, right? Oh yeah, you want a you want a nice little gaff, or uh, I wouldn't really use a net, but you could um, definitely use those spear gaffs. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen them. They're um, I think they're called like cages or something. Um, adrenaline fishing custom rods. Uh, you guys have them in Nautical Ventures. We do. I'm pretty sure they sell them there. Mm-hmm. And um, they have like a serrated tip where instead of a gaff, like where it hooks, it's just a straight spear. And a lot of guys use them in Hawaii to spear like big tuna and wahoo and stuff like that. And it's really gaining popularity here in uh, Pompano Beach. Very cool. Joe got a rock and roll, man, but again, good luck. The tournament coming up very soon. Again, to enter your tournament, go to where? Go to ExtremeKayakFishing.com, and we have everything right there for everyone. All right, Joe, seat the shop, man. Bring those wraps by. That truck looks great, dude. I want to see if I can talk to your buddy uh, uh, Jeffrey over at Pompano Ford hooking me up. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> All right. He's uh, the wild man of fishing uh, all over, Steve Waters. Our good friend Dennis Forgio holding on line number two. Dennis, good morning, my man. How are you? Good morning, gentlemen. How are you guys doing? I'm uh, doing great. Give me some fishing news. Come on. Tell me something happy. Yeah, what's going on? Give me some on happy fishing school. news, man. Come on. <laughs> Bring it on. It feels like it's 100 degrees out already. I think I need a nap. We haven't even left the dock yet. <laughs> oh. uh, our, 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 I know there's a, which, is it the ladies' fish off? Yes. Ladies' day today? That is correct. Yeah. The, um, I know most of our. Better catching has been going on later in the day, later in the afternoons with the tunas. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't been out the last couple of days, but we've had them chummed up uh, all through the weekend, and uh, Tuesday was the last day that we had fished, and they were still there. So I want to return to the scene of the crime and, okay. <laughs> and then try to refigure the whole thing out again. But mostly between 100 and 120 feet of water, no matter what the water looks like, I mean, I don't think the tunas care when they're around. I mean, we were fishing in green Biscayne Bay-looking water with no current and had them chummed up pretty good i mean we had we had some a lot of bait but um once you stop they kind of disappear but uh they've they've been they've been hanging out in the same depth and same area for the last i don't know week or so subject to change by the day now dennis morning bite afternoon bite what's your best time of day afternoon afternoon okay afternoon yeah it's been from two o'clock on seems to be the best in the morning sometimes you might maybe get one or two but they really seem to turn that's typical with the tune is you know lower light levels 
as it gets later on in the day. I always say when the sun hits the top of the buildings, which is usually about seven or six or seven o'clock, um, <laughs> if I can keep myself out there that long, uh, the prime time, the tuna bite. Not too many kings, not too many dolphins slowed down the last couple of days. Been a few kings. The few that have been caught have been pretty decent sized ones, over 15 pounds. Mm-hmm. But um, the king fishing and the dolphin fishing slowed down a bit over the last week or so. Um, but the tunas have kept us going. Have you tried for any bottom fish at all, Dennis? Like, we know grouper no, season's back yeah, open, man. Well, yeah, I just, there's been no current. And, you know, the way I fish when we anchor, we need the current to do any good. I mean, we, we catch a few muttons here and there, but when it's, uh, I, when I'm using three pounds of lead, <laughs> when I'm bottom fishing <laughs> on, on an anchored boat, that's when, that's when they're chomping. Gotcha, gotcha. All righty. So he's skipping no, the bottom fishing. And as fishing. soon as the tunas keep us busy, I, you know, it's, uh, yeah, well, my dad always said when barracudas are biting fish for barracudas, you'll be much happier. <laughs> there, you, there you go. Say, Dennis, when uh, I was at the Czar Florida Reefs meeting, I ran into uh, Captain Davy Cass. He said your dad gave him his first job when he was nine years I, old. Yeah, I, yep, I, I know him yep, for years. Yep. Yeah, he yep. said he, he listens to you on the show, so... Uh, Good old Captain oh, Davies. He, I didn't. I didn't think many people did listen. <laughs> to me, I meant. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, you're, you're, you're talking about you already gave us those good tips that the tunas oh, don't mind the green water. Why run around looking for beautiful blue water when they'll bite in the green water? There That's you a go, great man. tip yeah, well, right there. I don't care what color the water is. If they don't mind, I don't mind. There you go. All right. Hey, that's Dennis. My, my next tip of the day. You, you finish you fishing today or you're taking the day off, man? What's your yeah, plan? No, 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 no. We're fishing. We're just waiting for a charter to show up. They're running a little late. Okay. Yeah. And then also about that afternoon bite. Now, believe it or not, Eric, 23 years ago, friends of, <laughs> friends of mine from out of state were down for the big tackle show. They had it at the, the Miami Beach Convention Center. Uh-huh. And I called... Um, Dennis, and he said, sure, I'll take him out, try to help, you know, help him out. Guy from New York, guy from Tennessee, right? Late afternoon trip, and uh, Dennis put him on the tunas. These guys could not have been happier. That was in my Dusky, I believe. That was a long yeah, time Yeah, 1993, and wow. uh, he's like, well, maybe we'll catch him a Benita. Bing, bing, <laughs> blackfin doubleheader. There you go. Well, Dennis, I've been around that long. Yeah, we all have, man. You were just a kid. <laughs> we all have, man. But hey, have a great weekend, Dennis, hey, and we'll talk soon, guys. man. Okay, thank you very okay. much. All right, Steve Waters, I get to work about 10 o'clock this morning. I'm very happily going to work. I do like my job at Nautical Ventures Marina Dania Beach, and, of course, our North Palm yep. store as well. Uh, having some good luck lately selling boats, which is what I do, man. Sell boats, dude. That's it, making people happy. Making people happy. And uh, we have a brand of boat that's been around since 1924. Speaking of experience building boats, that would be the Century Boat brand, my brother. Built like no other. That's kind of like our Cadillac uh, lineup on the lot, dude. Yeah, very sharp-looking. Sharp-looking, ride-great, more fiberglass than most models on the market today. They don't skip on the glass. Fit and finish second to none. Screws don't don't rust on you. They're stainless steel dipped in chrome. Okay, large fish boxes, live walls, which are huge, okay? Seating galore, and I picked out one. I still, it's still there. Not for long, though. The 2016 Century Walk-Around 2600, 26-footer. Mm-hmm. See that picture right there? I do. Ain't that boat pretty? It, folks, it's really pretty. Ain't that boat pretty? Nice blue, blue and hull. white. Yeah, man. Check this out. You've got hard top with water mist. Those water misters are very cool, by the way. You get out there in hot, that hot sun, that hard top water mister, turn the misters on, you cool yourself off, right? Right. Can I bring my boat in? Have Rick uh, put some water misters in? Of course you could add whatever you want, Steve-O. Or I could just buy the Century. You want a hair dryer, too? We'll put it on the boat for you. Okay. <laughs> 
whatever you need, man. Ray Marie, 12-inch GPS, plotter, sounder, VHF radio, stereo, sleeps two in comfort, electric windless angler, uh, three-year warranty on the interior, bow to stern, electric head, swim ladder, microwave oven, cockpit shower, and refrigerator. The luxury goes on and on and on. You can afford this boat. It's priced right. We finance it uh, right there at Nautical Ventures. You take the boat, get offshore. You got the comfort of a cuddy cabin to get down and, and chill out a little bit if you want to. Uh, entertain friends galore. Or get off the back of the boat and fish, man. Fish. That's it. Okay? Fish, dive, entertain. Man. And, you know, 26 uh, centuries, like a 30-foot anything else. Oh, yeah. They're, they show bigger than the actual size, yeah. So check out the Century Line at nauticalventures.com or goodbye and see us at North Palm and in Dania Beach. Coming up next, Steve Waters back with Bouncer Smith. See what he's catching, man. Okay. And we'll get a fish recipe as well because all of our guys on Facebook are going, Eric, man, we want more recipes on fish. Okay, we shall, we shall deliver. And and nobody knows how to cook fish better than the guys who are catching them. That's what I'm saying, man. 730 at a dot, 940 wins Miami sports. Shut off that engine. You're listening to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show with Eric Brandon and Steve Waters. Anything you need to know about fishing or boats, call 866-801-0940. They've got everything you need. You're going to need a bigger boat. Now, back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. How about this? Beautiful morning, huh? In the home stretch of the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show, uh, it's flown by, dude. Holy moly, Steve Waters, 735 already. Really? I know. It's great, <laughs> just sipped on by, man. He's back in the show. One of our favorite captains now. Every weekend for ten years solid, our one main legend on the show is that, back. That was it. He was our very first captain on the original show. Yes, he was, and he's still with us today. He hasn't gotten tired of us yet. <laughs> Bouncer, welcome back, man. What's happening, buddy boy? Tired of it. I look forward to talking to you guys more than anything else, especially harassing Eric Brandon because. He is fun to play with. Yeah, well, I know every Friday morning you harass Paul Castronovo on the <laughs> Paul and Young Ron show. They used to kick me around in, in, in elementary school like a uh, like a kickball, and I'm still getting kicked around <laughs> as an adult. So, <laughs> no, Eric, we just like to uh, play mind games on you. You know, like trying to convince you that you're the world's greatest fisherman, even though Steve and I know that he's far superior to you. So. Oh, boy. All right, Cap. Well, thanks for that jab, man. Tell me about today. What's going down? What's your plan? Well, I'm still sitting on Miami Beach, and the wind's blowing probably seven or eight miles an hour out of the east, which is ideal conditions for doing any kind of fishing because there'll be a little chop on the water, keep the fish more interested than those slick calm days. And, and if I was going fishing this morning, probably the first thing I would do, uh, other than going, I'm going trout fishing today in the bay, so uh-huh. that's a different game. But okay. I would probably start out this morning with uh, planers with a drone on one and a jimmy jig with a bonita strip on the other and fish 100 to 200 feet. There's been a mixed bag of not big kingfish, but enough kingfish to make it interesting. A few bonitas and some black tunas doing that. And then after giving that a shot for a little while, get out seven, eight, nine hundred feet of water, uh, put out the trolling spirit, a couple of feathers and uh, a, a couple of strips or bonitas, uh, value rather, and work that area really hard. Watch the birds, watch for floating debris, and uh, you should have some good luck with the dolphin. But don't overshoot because most of them have been in pretty close, seven, eight, nine hundred feet of water. Um uh, and then tarpon fishing at night's been great. So we, live crabs have been the ticket for that, but it's been really good action 
right after it gets dark. So give that a try as well. Is that in government cut or? Yeah, we've been catching them north and south of government cut. Okay. And, uh, and uh, my good friend Billy Springer says there's been plenty of tarpon up at Hallover as well. So it's, uh, it's a good time of year for tarpon. Between now and the full moon, which is a couple weeks away, could be some of the best tarpon fishing of the year. Hey, Cap, talk about some uh, the, the Mike the Dolphin for some of our brand-new fishing guys, Steve Waters, and we kind of take for granted a lot of guys know all these things, right. and maybe they don't. Uh, when you see, like, a floating, we don't want garbage in the ocean, but we know it exists, okay? You see milk jugs out there, you see various floating things. Um, don't overlook those, like I said, uh, maybe a floating lobster buoy that cut loose or, or a milk jug or whatever. A tree trunk. A tr- well, you know, tree trunk, cha-ching. Okay, <laughs> yeah. If you see a tree trunk, man, you're But, I mean, it's all kinds of stuff these mahi hang under, don't they? The, the, the mahi and the whole ecosystem gravitate to any oasis in the water. Mm-hmm. The thing that you have to watch out for is, is that you have to go check every lobster buoy you see. But if you pull up to the lobster buoy after going a quarter of a mile to get to it, and it's sitting very high in the water and there's no rope, don't devote too much time to it because it blows with the wind too fast. Conversely, you check every one. Because if it has just a little bit of rope hanging down below it, or a big ball of rope or anything like that, it's very, very attractive to the whole offshore ecosystem. And when you get to it, first just troll by, see who's uh, very vulnerable to attack you. And, and it may be uh, dolphin, it may be uh, Almaco jacks, small wahoo, big blue runners. And for that matter, I went trolling by a a little two-by-four one time, and a 500-pound blue marlin came out and ate my value. Okay. So anybody could be there. <laughs> then, after you've given, then after you've given it a chance trolling, then you want to pull up, and if you've got live pilchards, something, throw a few live pilchards out away from it and throw a couple out on hooks and give that a couple minutes and see what happens there. And then always before you leave, a good piece of floating debris, anything with any bait around it or anything at all, always give the wahoo a check. And you check oh. the wahoo two ways. You either use a uh, number four planer, about a 30-foot, 80-pound uh, fluorocarbon leader, and a three-and-a-half drone spoon because it's easy to whip out and put away. It's much more less complicated than uh, strips and stuff. But you always have that ready on a spool, and if you find that floating debris, you clip it on a rod and you troll by with that. Or even easier, any of the fast diving plugs. We use the uh, X-Wrap 30, and I like the uh, any almost any color from the mackerel pattern to red and white to bright orange. But And you troll by that floating debris with either the planer or the plug, give it several shots going in different directions, because almost every time you find that floating debris offshore, there are wahoo or weehoo around it ready to eat something. So that's called working a piece of floating debris to the full extent. Man, I asked a question. I got quite the answer, Steve Waters. Captain Bouncer, good job, my friend. Thanks a lot for that yeah, explanation, that, man. That good was stuff. such a great detailed <laughs> explanation. We're going to have to save your recipe for, for next, next weekend. Week. Yeah, yeah. I've got a really quick one if you want to jot it down. All right, quick, man. Go for it. Come on. Okay, make some salt water. You just add some salt and some water, bring it to a boil. Okay. Throw in a handful or as many as you want, dolphin fingers, boneless, skinless, cut into fingers, 
and you boil it for 10 minutes. While you're doing that, melt some butter, and in 10 minutes, you're going to have the best poor man's lobster you ever ate. You'll be shocked. How good that dolphin will turn into lobster. You know, I, I forgot about that bouncer. You gave that recipe to my dad one time when we fished with you. Yeah. He loves that. Oh, it's he terrific, said it, He said the best recipe he ever got was from Captain I've never <laughs> dropped a piece of fish in boiling water in my life. I forgot about wow. that. But uh, as soon as you said that, I said, man, that's dad's favorite. <laughs> it's a, yeah. It's a good way to make a quick dinner, and it really is a tasty lobster oh, when they're man. out of season. Awesome. Cap, you're the best, man. Thanks again. We'll talk to you next weekend, okay? You betcha. Take care. All right. Cap Bowser, what a, what a fine gentleman and uh, wealth of information, boy, I tell you. And, and a 30-second recipe. That was, that was great, yeah. Holding patiently in line number two, our good friend Brian Sanders back in the program. Brian, good morning to you, my brother. How are you? I'm great, guys. How are you guys doing this morning? We're doing fine. I'm guessing you're what, uh, westbound and down? Where are you heading off to? Oh, man. I'm already in the... I'm fired up this morning. I'm already ready to go. I got my crabs. I got my chum. I got the boat loaded. Dang. Okay. Fueled just... up. Dang. <laughs> in Chukaluski. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, wow, man. Usually when you're at the dock, your phone service isn't that good. You're coming in loud and clear. Yeah, he is. Oh, yeah. My phone actually works pretty good here. I'm surprised. I've had AT&T for eternity now, and I'd never switch. Their uh, coverage is pretty good. There's a plug for you. There you got two. Anyway, yeah, go uh, how do I follow and act like bouncer? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I give it my best shot. Okay. Um, this week, we've had just an incredible amount of permits, Steve. I know you know how that oh, goes. Oh, yes, I do. Um, I've seen anywhere on a slow day from a couple hundred fish to two days ago, I saw probably, I don't even know, 500 to 700 fish. It was just the most incredible sight. I, I literally shut the boat off and drifted for probably 45 minutes, and we caught eight fish, Ooh. and we never started the motor. <laughs> we were never we never did not see a permit or a school of permit. So so how far uh, into the Gulf are you going for those permits? Believe it or not, this little area that I found these fish, it's it's a live bottom area and our live bottom consists of, you know, sea fans and, and maybe uh just maybe a one uh one foot relief or, you know, uh, like Swiss cheese kind of bottom. It's, uh, it's not like it is over on the other coast. It's, uh, any type of structure typically holds fish over here. Um, it's probably, I would say six to 12 feet of water. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. I was probably about three or four miles offshore. And you're out there with the live crabs. Absolutely. I've gone through at least 60 crabs this week, probably. Boy, oh boy, that's a lot of permits. <laughs> bad, day to be, bad day to be a crab, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, they're three bucks a piece, so do the math on that one. <laughs> okay, and uh, you've been catching any, um, I, I obviously you're big with the snook and reds and whatnot, anything around the islands? Uh, fished a little bit around the islands, but the, the offshore fishing's been so good, I've mostly concentrated on that. Um this year has been just exceptional for big snook. Um, that same day we caught the eight permit, we found a school of snook on uh, another offshore spot, and I think we caught eight, and we had four fish over 40 inches. Holy moly, that's amazing. Yeah, it's just, uh, snook fishing this year has just been incredible. Fantastic. Um, I think we, we measured the smallest fish out of a group of eight, and it was 32 inches. So oh, that fish would have actually been a slot fish during snook season. Um, lots of trout around guys are catching them on the trap on the grass flats. 
Uh, redfish have been a little on the shy side. We haven't seen many redfish. Um, the past couple of weeks have been a little light on reds, but uh, that being said, everything else is uh, holding its own right now. It's been really good. All right, Brian, we'll go out there and use those expensive crabs, and uh, good luck to you, my friend. Go out there and get crabby with it. <laughs> get crabby with it. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. Thanks you for too. Thank you, you, Brian. Okay. All right. That's one man I want to fish. I've never fished on Brian Sanders' boat, Steve Wallace. I want to try that Chuckalusky trip. You've I've got never done. Do I've never tried it's that, amazing. man. I'm dying to try that trip, man. You've been there many times, I'm many sure. Many times, yes. And why great is Chuckalusky so fun? Just the variety of fish? Well, it's so remote. Great variety. It's beautiful out there. And you think about it. You fish inshore, redfish, snook, yeah. trout, uh, triple tail, <sighs> tarpon. You're killing And then it. he goes out, cobia, sharks, oh. king mackerel, Spanish mackerel, You're killing hermit. Me. Stop, you tease. Stop okay. it. Well, You're stop killed. working so hard. Okay. Go fishing. <laughs> Let's take our last break of the morning. Come back and wrap this sucker up. 746, 940 wins Miami sports. Supposedly, Cousteau and his cronies invented the idea of putting walkie-talkies into the helmet. But we made ours with a special rabbit ear on the top so we could pipe in some music. Let's hear those fish and reels sing. Now back to more fish talk on the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Now, up and at with Eric Brandon and Steve Waters. As the son of a son of a sailor. Gosh, the show just blew by today, man, like a hurricane. Oh, don't say that. It's bad. I, bad word. We're hurricane season, though. Yeah. I won't say that. I'll take yeah, it that's back. That's right. Yeah, there's something going on out there. Uh, I want to talk about the uh, pre-hurricane paranoia that the TV people put us in, Steve Waters. Just don't even right. go there, okay? Please, okay? That's right. Go dig a storm I, shelter I, like today. No, I... I you, you got to love, we, we love to make fun of those people. I'm standing here at Home Depot. I'm, I'm here uh, at Publix. At Publix, the water's gone already, you know? Yeah. Well, they, they tried to stir it up, so everybody goes nuts. Well, anyway, back to our recap of what's been happening since 6 o'clock this morning. Uh, the mahi have been scattered, which kind of bums me out. I'm a huge mahi fan. That's my favorite fish to target of all fish. So yeah, you know. but but we do know from, from Bouncer through all our other captains, Basically, 600 to 800 feet right. would be the prime depth for mm-hmm. dolphin and try to bring out a variety of baits and lures. Um, I know Captain Stan Hunt of Rebound yep. said that he's been doing well with mullet strips mm-hmm. um, and Bouncer's uh, been using lures. He's been using Ballyhoo, live bait. Well, Bouncer's targeting trout today. Am I correct on that? That's correct. Yeah, so, Biscayne Bay. Is that the old tried-true technique with a shrimp on a uh, popping cork? That's a great technique. That's that, that the old-fashioned school way of doing That's it? That's good. Jigs are good. You know, tie on a jimmy jig. Yeah. And uh, catch a bunch of trout. I think those uh, glow jigs he was talking about oh, work cool. well. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you could, you could use a shrimp or jerk bait. Um, any of that stuff will work. Then there are tunas around, mm-hmm. and they've been a little deeper, like two to three hundred. Okay, some nice kingfish. Uh, we we didn't have them on today because he's fishing the ladies' fish off. But Captain Skip Dana told me that uh, one of the anglers on the drift boat Thursday morning caught a forty-pound king. Nice. And, and I know they've been catching a lot of yellowtail snappers and some muttons. Well, speaking of kingfish, there's a Palm Beach uh, KDW going on today, Steve Walker. That's right. The West Palm Beach Fishing Club. So two of our uh, um, Cap- fishing people, fishing like Darcy, people. Darcy's fishing right, it. Because she's not a captain, but, but Darcy's fishing it and Captain Willie Howard's yep. fishing it. So a lot of boats and very nice conditions. What time are uh, lines out? Where's the uh, weigh-in going to be? I think the weigh-in, yeah, I, no, I, I don't want to. 
There's a couple of marinas up there, but okay. I'm not sure which where the weigh-in is. I know in the ladies' fish-off, the weigh-in is at the 14th Street boat ramp, Alsdorf Park in Pompano Beach. Gotcha. And they've got about 50 boats, okay. which is a nice turnout. Only the ladies can fish. No guys can be captains and mates. Okay. Only the uh, females are allowed to do the fishing. Gotcha. And they've got some great catches over the year. I remember one year, a friend of mine, she caught a 54-pound dolphin. Monster. Nice yeah, big fish. Yeah, just trolling in the blue, and boom. That's uh, still a record for the tournament. All right. Some nice wahoos, and they'll be catching tunas. Terrific. So that'll be uh, that'll be a nice tournament. And then, of course, uh, we got Alan Zaremba, the best bass fishing guide there mm-hmm. is. Bar none. Saying the big peacocks were biting. There you go. For wrapping up, Steve Waters has passed on our social media contact on the program. We have a, a Facebook page called the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Check us out on Facebook. Instagram, it's the Weekly Fisherman Show. And we're all over the place now, man. Catch us on iTunes now. Right. iHeartRadio. That's my favorite. Your favorite. 940winds.com carries our podcast as well. And also nauticalventures.com has our podcast. So there's no reason why you cannot check out the show. Yeah, I, I, You know what I was thinking? Maybe uh, through our Facebook page, people could just post on there if they have questions. Yeah. And uh, we'll answer. Absolutely. And then, of course, if you want to buy a boat, a kayak. Whatever. Come by and see us. Come by see Eric Brandon today, <laughs> 10 a.m. That's where I'm going, Nautical man. Nautical Ventures, 50 South Bryan Road. And North Palm uh, location as well, selling lots of boats. Right. Sea Waters, thanks for a great show as always. My partner of 10 years plus. Enjoyed it as always. Oh, yeah. It was a thrill. Go sell somebody a glass stream or a century today and make uh, them happy. Oh, send me some friends over. Chicago Mike, thanks so much. You got the big show coming up next. Jeff DeForest uh, and Dave Gurgles Gurgly doing the JM Lexus Trivia Challenge, which, of course, you said you're like 0 for 100 on. Yeah, but I just love listening to those guys. Oh, they're they, great, they man. They just leave me laughing. <laughs> they are great. Keep it here all weekend. The one, the only, 940 wins Miami sports.